G'day ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. My apologies for uh, not getting you out an episode yesterday. Uh, the reasoning behind that is quite simple really. Uh, I have taken on a new group of apprentices hand selected from my live trading floor and community and uh, you know the first the first few sessions are often quite long as I'm obviously trying to you know introduce each other tell a little bit about ourselves yada yada then I tend to go through their trading plans because that's the most important thing to cover first and so on and so forth I put aside two hours for it and uh, unfortunately uh, it was nowhere near long enough, so I had to conclude that today, given the time that it took to get through that, whilst also having uh, to go and pick my children up at 6.45pm, I was not able to get a podcast out, and I am saying sorry to you all for that. Anyhow, here we are. What have we got in the bloody market? Oh my goodness. Oh, I mean, look, first things first, I would say here's my state or my take. I am here in uh, the eastern suburbs of Sydney, okay? I have lived here now for, sheesh, what are we, 20, 22, uh, 12 years. The place that I was in prior to, to moving, I've got two places here now, one in Bronte, which is my office, and one in Centennial Park, which is my family home. Uh, we were the top floor uh, apartment looking directly over the ocean and we would, you know, be absolutely brutalised by weather events. Now, I know that I'm not there any longer. However, the weather that we have had over the last 24 hours, I can quite clearly and honestly say that I have never seen weather like this. Not only is it an East Coast low with absolutely pelting winds, we've also had something in the vicinity between 100 and 150 millimetres of rain. It has been a tremendous event. And um, while I didn't post this on the social media, uh, I posted it within my Slack community because I just, you know, I, look, I, I, I'm not like... I've been donating money to the uh, Northern Rivers, which is uh, Northern New South Wales River region. Yeah, I'm talking about like Mullumbimby, <clears throat> Lismore, these places that have been extraordinarily affected by floods in the most catastrophic way possible. Uh, I've been sending money directly to friends that I have up there that are out there, have given up their day jobs, and they are out there in the community serving the community, helping people, coordinating, you know, doing the right thing. So what I did was my, my car got praying. It got, it got smashed up the front end. My brand new Ranger got smashed up the front end. It's now uh, in the garage getting fixed with insurance. I don't get it back till the 17th. So what I decided to do was re- instead of getting a replacement vehicle, like, you know, getting a Hilux or something with a tow bar so I could use my boat and, you know, that sort of thing, which would have cost me, I don't know, two and a half grand for the 10 days or so that it is, uh, I've got... <laughs> I've got a uh, whatever it gets is, but this tiny little rice bubble of a car. Now, this thing is like, it, it, it look, it, it's the best thing ever, honestly, because I, I picked my kids up in it yesterday from school and they're like, Daddy, what is this? And they're all like, you know, one's nine and uh, one is six. 
And they're like, this is, this car is terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you entitled little friggin'. And I said to them, look, the reality is, is that most, you know, not everybody gets to have nice things all the time. You know, you, you got to work to get the life that we have. I'm trying to, I'm trying to instill things to them to let them understand that the reason that they have the life that they have is not because, uh, well, it's because daddy takes risks, daddy has a go and, you know, things have worked out well for us, but not to discount anybody that drives whatever they drive or doesn't drive at all. So it's become a real big lesson for my children to understand. I mean, you got to remember that these kids that we go to Noosa, uh, where my parents have a home, where I'm from, and it's a bloody beautiful, beautiful house on the water with boats and nice cars. Like they have grown up in a world of privilege. I didn't. Yeah, I mean the privilege. Like my parents' business grew over time, and by the time I was about, I don't know, fourteen, fifteen. I did realize that my parents had done well and that, you know, people were saying, oh, you're very rich and all this. Now, we weren't. We weren't. It was just an association to what they had. But I've used this uh, time to teach my kids just because you don't have the nice cars or whatever doesn't make you any less. And if you want these things, you've got you to have a go. And it's been really wonderful. It's been really, really nice, to be honest, to be able to, you know, get into this absolute piece of shit car. To start the car, I have to put my foot fully on the clutch. The The clutch has got like a foot of distance, but only the last bloody 10 mil by the feel of it is actually clutch. You know, it's, it's, a, it's, it's the most dog shit car I've ever driven in my entire life. And I love it. I throw on top of this the, the lessons to my children. As I'm driving to drop them to school this morning, there is a certain section of the road as you head into Bondi left of Westfield. Now, anyone who's around this area will know. When it rains really hard, it fills up with water. Now, there's about 30 centimetres of water today. Now, this is peak hour traffic. Now, I can't see out on the side mirrors because everyone's like coming down the hill with their lights on. It's pissing down rain like torrential. I'm not leaving my lane because to do so would be dangerous. The car is, sits about 200 mil off the bloody ground. It was hectic. This car in this weather is an absolute no-no. But once again, it's a lesson. It's, a, it, it's humbling for me. It's a reminder that if you don't do what you do, if you don't manage your risk, if you stuff up massively, it takes two seconds to get back to this point. And I love it. Because it makes me feel alive. It makes me feel grateful for the, for, the, for the world that I've created for myself and my family. And sometimes these little things that happen and these events, like having that car during a you know, sunny time would have just been like, yeah, okay, the car's a piece of junk, but it's fine. Having it during one of the most, well, the most significant weather event I have ever been a part of within this city, it's just been fantastic. Because my appreciation for my lifestyle and the work I've put in and the lessons that I can give to my children has been great. Now, on top of that, because I, you know, I would have spent two, two to $2,500 on a hire car. Now, I don't have hire car in my policy. My mistake, cock that up, whatever. I would have paid for something half decent. Instead, I got the cheapest thing I possibly could get. I, don't, I did that consciously. 
because I said to myself, your budget's two and a half grand, whatever you can not spend on the car, you can give that amount as well to your buddies that are doing good things in these communities that need the help the most. And these are people, it's not a go fund me, not there's anything wrong with that. These are the friends that live in that area that I know and I trust and they're out there every day helping other people. And it's great because whilst I'm making a sacrifice on one singular thing, it's the pleasure of driving. Uh, There's a bit of safety in there as well, but I can drive slowly and, you know, (laughs) be safe. It's just like you realise that when it all comes down to the crunch, it's not about how much money you've got. It's about what you're willing to give to others. It's about how big is your heart? What are you willing to do to help those fellow humans that are in need? And whilst I'm not here to lecture you on, on, on telling you to donate or anything like that, I will definitely lecture you on the point of being a good human being. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens in life, if you can maintain your truth, and if your truth is someone who likes to give support, help, nurture, love, and, and, and learn, then decisions like this are easy to make. And often it takes these major events for us to really truly come back and and realize what we do take for granted in our day-to-day lives. There are thousands of people up there in between, you know, the Sunshine Coast and further north and further south, I'm not excluding anyone here, that have lost their homes, they've lost everything, they've lost their freaking photo albums of their kids growing up. They've lost everything, everything everything. And at the end of the day, what is it that really matters? It's who you are as a human. Are you able to rebuild? You are able to rebuild if you keep that positivity, love and joy in your life. And if you have the good people around you and you support good people and you do the right thing, things eventuate that come to you, that help you. And it's just so important to be a good human. It, like, honest to God, like, far out. It's just so easy to be a good person. Like, beeping someone because they, they do something in the car park because you're in a rush or something. Fuck that. Come on, man. Take a breath. And I'll, I'll honestly say that I'll put my hand up, and I've been that before. I've been that before. Take a breath. We haven't got much time on this earth. Enjoy the time you've got and be a good human, all right? <sighs> That's my little upfront. From here we go to the markets. Who gives a shit about the markets? No, no I'm, I'm just joking. I give a shit about the markets. <laughs> it's what we do, but just, just, just be a good person, you know, love. Just give love. The people that give the most... And it doesn't have to be financial giving. I mean, just just give, just give. Be be there, be available, be conscious, be present. I'll tell you what, mate, I know a lot of people that have absolutely nothing and they live up there in those regions off the grid for 42 years, 70, uh, 66-year-old 60, uh, woman, grows her own food, doesn't ask so much, doesn't have a car, walks a 12-kilometre round trip to go to the shops, has nothing, but she has everything. Just remember that. Okay, so Bitcoin yesterday, righto. We did close down 1.1%. At one stage, a bitty from where it opened was up nearly 3%. Oh, no, bang on 3%, actually. And it sold off. Now, currently, we're up 0.66% of the percent. 
the four-hour trends, absolute cack. There's nothing there that, that is of any interest to me. Okay, it's a messy-looking market. It's a messy-looking chart. The weekly is closed like a douche. It's not good. There's nothing there that shows me any confidence in either direction right now. Definitely, there is uh, more momentum to the downside. And this is what I said last week. If you recall last Monday when we saw that 14.5% move up, I did say it is but one day. And since then, we have come to erase all of those gains. This market is messy. The world is messy. Clarity is messy. I'll tell you what we do have. We do have clarity in the sense that when the trends do form as traders, we will trade that bloody trend and we'll trade it like a beast, right? Right now, Bitcoin does not have a good enough trend to trade. We're sitting at 38,222, up 0.6 of a percent. Ethereum yesterday was also down 2.3%, currently up 0.86 at $2,511. Again, we don't have the best cyclicity of the trend. I'm not looking for shorts now on Ethereum. It's just not good enough. XRP yesterday also closed down 0.8%, currently down 0.2 at 71.8 cents. Super sideways market, real mess. Needs to leg its way down if I'm going to short it, and it needs to get below 70 cents. Proper low, like proper push down from sort of 77 to 67. Sorry, 70 cents to 67 would give me enough of a leg down to look for opportunities on the pullback. Dots at $16.45, again, a bearish candle in the cradle zone on the four hour, but not enough cyclicity in that trend. It's down, sorry, it's up 0.4% after being down 3.5% yesterday. Doge of the four hour may have a four hour candle that I may be able to short. It closes in 54 minutes. It's at 11 cents, up 0.73, and yesterday down 3.2. Binance was up yesterday 1.5%, down today 0.6 at 378.43, with a very, very messy looking chart across all time frames. Cardano was down yesterday 3.6%, today up, well, it's actually flat. 79.3 cents, nothing to speak of. Solana 82.79, up 1.4% after being down 3.4 yesterday. Once again, nothing to speak of, no cyclicity. Yesterday, we were down on AVAX 1.1%. Today, we're up 0.1%, so bugger all. $71.76. And finally, Luna's up 2%. Little bullish candle in the cradle zone so far, but without a daily uptrend, I'm not going to be taking part in that. And yesterday down 1.85%. So what I would suggest is this. The market is a mess. It ain't pretty. And whilst I do have a watch list for which I'm about to produce content for my members for opportunities that are available, I'd say that with this mess out there right now, your best bet is to sit back, relax, maybe go over your trading records, maybe go to tradercob.com and do the free Become a Trader course. Maybe pay the money into the full course. Shit, I don't know. But I'd say that right now it's a pretty good time that if you're not in the privy, if you're not in the you know, if you're not in the the places where we know what to look for and we share the material, I'd say, mate, just step back. Step back and you know, go read a book. Go read a book. Go go read the book, uh, The Happiest Man in the World. Uh, by the Auschwitz Survivor that I spoke of a little while ago. Give you some bloody good perspective and uh, make you feel a bit better. If you're not feeling good, that is. Anyway, love you guys. Uh, Yeah, take it easy and uh, I'll speak to you again tomorrow. Bye for now.